Yeah, how did you build such a big social following? Do you take advantage of it really early? What did you see that was different? Because generally, like trainees, they're always the last to even come on. I honestly used Instagram as like a Snapchat. So it was sort of just me being me. People overthink what they're posting, I feel. And they're like, oh, it's not good enough. It's yeah. this and that. I was just like, blah, 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 yeah. like doing whatever. I was talking to the audience as if they were my mates. What's some advice you would have for any carpenters or female carpenters as well of entering the industry? I would say you need thick skin. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of crap down the road, but stick it out. Keep focused on what you want to do in your life and don't worry about what anyone else says. How do you handle challenges or conflicts that arise during a project? Doing renovations is actually a lot of issues that come up, especially when it's an older home. Like you pull something open and you're just like, whoa. When we started excavating the footing, there was no footing. It was just bricks sitting on soil. So you need to know what to do, who to call, what, what's the next step. Just from knowledge of from learning from my dad and being in the industry where we have worked on older homes doing renovations, problem solving is a very big thing with carpentry and building because a lot of things come up. They call it opening a can of worms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Real Estate Show. With me here today, Steph Apostolides, the CEO of the Trady Lady Club and a carpenter slash site manager for LGA Home Builders. Steph has been an industry leader for some time and is an ambassador for Bowen's Safestyle Eyewear, Vogue Dental Studios, and a past ambassador for Sydney Tools and Hard Yakka. Welcome, Steph. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us, and obviously thank you as well, Caleb, for being here. How's it, how are you going? Good, thanks. Good, you sir. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit of a sore neck, sorry. Oh, maybe you just face. Yeah, maybe I'm just face. <laughs> That's why. We'll, we'll hold you maybe to face that way, so you don't. Uh, yeah. Like like you, Steph's the guest today. Yeah. <laughs> it's Steph. Uh, thank you. Obviously, how did you get into the construction industry? It's been following you, I think, for about 12 to 18 months now. Um, and just watching your journey, I think it's really cool because it's, number one, you've got a really big following, which is, which is amazing. But as well, just to be, I feel like an industry leader for females is really cool. And so how did it all start? Um, well, my uh, journey into construction was um, pretty much, I think I was about 23 and a half. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do when I finished high school and I did a lot of, um, you know, call centre work and sales and all customer service and it really just didn't suit me being inside, like I hated it. Um, and my dad was a builder, so he's a carpenter as well. Um, and I was like really close with my dad, so I was like, why don't I do something with him? And I actually got into traffic control, firstly. Uh, for about six months and um, my whole family's like why are you doing that why don't you do an, an apprenticeship with your dad and I was like hmm I like sort of toyed with the idea and then I did, I just let it go and then you know a couple months later I was like all right what do we need to do I want to be a builder dad. I want to be a builder like you and he's like well you can't just be a builder you need a trade under your belt. So I was like, all right. And he's like, you need to do, well, the best trade to do is carpentry. So I was like, all right, let's have a look what, what it takes to do carpentry. So yeah, so um, it's a four year apprenticeship and I worked full time with my dad and then went to TAFE during that, that four years. 
And um, yeah, so I got to where I am now. With the last year of my um, apprenticeship, I did a diploma of building and construction through Swinburne. Um, and that really helped me as well. That's more of the, um, you know, the, the builder side of it rather than the trade. Um, it also tells you like the business side, the contracts, um, you know, all the legal side of being a builder, not just the hands-on, which is what the apprenticeship does. Why, why do you believe that doing carpentry was probably like the best trade to do? I feel like carpentry is um, like a, a, a general overall, you need to know about the, the trade before you and the trades after you. Um, the reason is because when you're doing a frame, for example, you need to be blocking out for the plasterers, you need to be reading the plans for the plumbing, you need to be, um, you need to know pretty much everything, electrical, um, where's that going to be? Then you need to batten out for your, maybe you're, you're hanging your vanity, so you need to know X, Y and Z. So you just need to know a lot more about all different trades rather than just you get in there, do what you need to do, then go. And the carpentry as well, you're there at the start, the middle and the end. Okay. So you're, you're there like, you know, maybe you're doing the frame, then you're doing the lock-up, the, and then right at the end you're doing the fix. So you, you've got to wait for all the trades to come in and then you come back. Okay. So, it's, so you're kind of there the whole process and you get a really good idea of building the whole, you know, the process. Yeah, it's interesting. How did you find, like, even working with, with your dad, um, was it challenging or was it just, just... Nah, me and my dad are really close, so we get along really well. And um, we have obviously a few tiffs here and there and I'm a girl, so I get my monthlies and, you know, I get angry and stuff. But <laughs> he knows me. He knows me really well, better than anyone I know. So um, we understand each other, just like a daughter-father relationship, I guess. Um, but yeah, we've got the same track mind. Like as soon as we see something, we'll both be on that thing in the same process, like same mind. So it's really good. Yeah, I enjoy working with my dad. It's brought us really close, and I'm very fortunate to be able to have a builder to be yeah teaching me everything, not just carpentry, which is yeah I'm very very happy that I got to do. It's um yeah because obviously I think because obviously with your father he would show you probably more than what others, yeah. and you get to probably see a bit more of the back end and, yeah. and things like that and just kind And of he knows how I learned because he taught me, you know, growing up as well, just basic things. So, yeah, he did have a lot of patience teaching me. Once I got to a stage where I knew everything, or like a lot, that's when we started arguing because I'd be like, no, nah, we'll do it this way. No, do it this way. And then, yeah, it just got out of hand. But, yeah, <laughs> I was very lucky. And how long has LGA Builders been operating for now? Very long time. Yeah. Um, my dad, yeah, he, my dad's, um, how old am I? I'm 33 this year, so he's 63. Yep. And he's been in the carpentry, he's been doing carpentry since he was like 17. Yeah. And he's still going? Yeah. He's still not mucking around. Nah, <laughs> try get him off the tools. This guy just had a hip operation. He's, he's, he's like, I swear, I picked him up from um, the... He's like, oh, this time I'll do rehab. So he went to rehab this time because he had the other hip done and he just went straight to site. He's there with this thing. I'm like, Dad, be careful. He's like, ah, oh, shut up. You know, he's the old Greek stubborn mentality. But 
I think I saw him. Sorry to cut you off. I think I saw him on the Instagram page. Yeah, when he, when he took over for a little bit. Okay, yeah. Did he post some videos? Ah, oh, like yeah, yeah. He would, yeah, he'd send them to me and just yeah, and then I'd share them. He, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's he's crazy. Very strong man. He's that's, yeah. That's bloody amazing. <laughs> so when's he? When are you reckon he's gonna? Trini's got twenty years in him before he calls. He'll still be going. Yeah, fifteen. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna. Yeah. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. And like, what do you what do you love most about um, being in being in a trade? Uh, it's everything. Like, it's really hit me now because I'm off the tools because I've had a baby. Um, how much? Thank you. Um, how much I really like love it. Just the smell of timber. <laughs> Like the dust in my eyes, just everything. I'm just like, oh, I miss this you so much. Yeah, like eating on the floor. Yeah. Oh, just making a spoon out yeah. of something. Um, no, just everything, really. Just getting up early, having somewhere to go, getting your morning coffee for your dad and whoever's on site, getting your tools out, having a look at what we need to do, and just getting into it. Your mind just goes, it clears your mind. Um, and your day goes like that, you know, you don't look at the time, you're not sitting there looking at the time going, oh, you know, like you do when you work inside, which is what I did. But, um, yeah, just everything. I love everything about it. The, so, having, so having a child, uh, which is, congrats once again, which is amazing, and uh, trying to adjust to that life, like, yeah. has it been a bit of a struggle going from, like, going hard on the tools yeah. So now I'm just like sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it was very hard, quite depressing. Um, I felt like I lost myself. Um, I had to give my everything to this baby, you know, and it just at the start I was sort of like, it was a newborn, it was very hard for me, you know, you can't really leave the house. And me, every day I'm out on the go, on the go, on the go, you know. Um, but yeah, it just really slowed me down and it was hard. Um, but as, you know, the months went on, she got used to a bit more of my lifestyle. I kept bringing her out. Now she's out on site, which is awesome. And, um, That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. She, she's good. She adjusts to me. Um, she's very strong, happy. So, um, yeah, I feel like I'm getting myself back here and there. Now she has longer naps so I can, like, get myself set up to do some Instagram content here and there. Um, yeah, which is good. And then I feel more me, you know, when I'm doing my work again. Because yeah. you'd find, you'd find especially, you'd be probably sleep deprived. You barely slept. Like every three, four hours you're up. So that just throws in a whole nother spanner. Yeah, she's still sort of like that. She's teething now. So, yeah, last night she was up three times. Then my cat woke me up at four o'clock. I just <laughs> wanted to punch him. <laughs> I swear he comes on the bed. <laughs> and then he jumps off the bed, wakes her up. And I'm just like. What is happening? Yeah. Like, I lock my cat in the back and he goes, meow, meow, like, like howling. And I'm just like, I go crazy. So I've gotten to a stage where I'm actually used to being sleep deprived. It's yeah, just like, just, you just, just yeah. a feeling. You're like, okay, got to get up. You got to go. Is, yeah. You just get over it and, um, yeah, just go on with your life being half awake. <laughs> That's crazy. And how, um, so when you say you've been on site, like, what? What have you uh, like? What have you been doing? Like, what would you say your role is now? It's just try and stay yeah. in there. Yeah, here and there. Like, I'll like for example, we're renovating our home at the, um, at the moment, so I went and dropped Nora off um, at my sister-in-law's, which she lives down the road, and I 
you know, jumped up in the roof. I helped dad install the beam before we demolished the wall. Um, it was good. So I just you're not around, you're yeah, no, and I got back. I felt a lot heavier because yeah. <laughs> I put on a bit since I had it. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can still, I still got it. I can still do, you know, what I need to do. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's harder, but yeah, get in there. <laughs> That's crazy. And I recently saw that you became the ambassador for for Bonds. Is obviously introduced like first female um, to do so, like. That's amazing. Like, how did that all come about? And um, yeah, what's what's the response been like? Uh, I think so. So from Instagram, I think a lot of uh, companies do see my work and see the influence that I do have on women, and also um, the Trady Lady Club as well. So, I think they just came straight to the source and said, "Look, we love what you're doing. We want to jump on board with you and um, you know support the females in the industry." and they want someone to bring their their vision and their company to a younger audience um, and, and a wider audience. And that's why they employed me as their ambassador. So it's um, taken a really good you know, response to their audience. And also they've helped me and the Trader Lady Club for the last, I think it's been a, a year and a bit now. Um, yeah, they've really helped me out, su- supported us with their sponsorship. Um, they get involved with some events. They even hold their own uh, Women in Trade event, which is awesome if you guys want to get down to it. It's um, actually really fun. You get to network, meet a lot of even just brand, um, you know, brand reps and yeah, all, all different, um, wide variety of people. So, it's, yeah, it's really good. They've been really supportive. The, how did you how did you build such a big like uh, like social following and why like how did that even come about because generally like tradies I look at them on social media they're always the last yeah. to even come on to even a social like creating a social media platform or yeah. creating a website or whatever it is so yeah. for you to take advantage of it really early like what did what did you see that was different because you know every tradesman you speak to they're just like oh you know we'll, we'll, they don't have time, yeah. So I honestly used Instagram as like a Snapchat. Yeah. So it was sort of just me being me and I wasn't really – people overthink what they're posting, I feel. They really yeah. overthink it and they're like, oh, it's not good enough, it's yeah. this and that. I was just like, blah, 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 yeah. like doing whatever. I was talking to the audience as if they were my mates, you know, and I was just posting whatever. I was posting my work, posting my new tool bag, posting on the way to work. The shit that happened, like I uh, saw a cocky on the freeway, picked him up, put him in the car, then he starts screeching at me. Just random stuff. I'd talk about my life. So it was sort of uh, not really going out of my way to produce something. It just started off me. So, and and everyone loved it. Like I was just so raw, real, um, and I wasn't too fake and selling things that weren't related to my page, which I, I find very like when I see for example I don't want to say the brand just in case but like this brand's gone to about 50 girls more and they're like oh we'll give you this 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 and you post us and then you see like all over everyone's page the same thing and I'm just like I don't want to be categorized in that like I'll say no to free stuff because I don't want to be seen as that you know, and I think that's really important because it, it makes your page real. Yeah. You know, a lot of people want to give me things. I'm just like a laser machine. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, like yeah. I'll use it, but I'm not gonna. Hey guys, yeah. put your tool bag down. Let's yeah. just laser ourselves. No, yeah. it doesn't make sense. So yeah. I'm just like really structure my page to me, what I feel is right, what I like, um, and it just blew up. And also, as I was saying to you before, I was the first female to have like a, a fully work um, dedicated page. So. When, when I did that, I think a lot of brands jumped on board because it was uh, a business opportunity for them rather than, you know, me at work then, oh, that's my dog and this is my family and then, oh, I had a birthday on the weekend, oh, now I'm back at work. It was more my posts were just, like the feed posts were just work, 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 work. Then my stories, it was just me having a, like, being real, being, you know, having my day. So I think um, being the first one to do that, it, it really picked up and it just went off. Like I was shocked. I was actually in shock how fast it was growing. And then DeWalt took me on and then that just went And this, then um, Total Tools and Sydney Tools were like fighting over me. And then obviously I went with Sydney Tools or whatever. And then that went, you know, it just, it was just full on. And now there's like a lot of other women involved. So a lot of other girls are going down that path you know, catching up, but it's just different because uh, uh, the Trady Lady Club has really picked up a lot of girls as well. So if you see, like, we post, 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 and those girls, like, get picked up from this and that and then they're on the block and then... So it's just a really, like, yeah, I don't know, it just blew up. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what is the Trady Lady Club for anyone that's, that's listening? And Well, the Trady Lady Club really is a social group um, which is on Facebook so it's you have to be or have gone through an apprenticeship you can't be um, just you know whoever wants to join so you need to have done an apprenticeship um, it's for Australia and New Zealand um, and pretty much it's just a social group where everyone can just talk about you know different things that women go through on the work site clothes um, work clothes that don't fit, um, problems that they encounter, sexual assault. Just yeah. really, it's a really close knit group that we get to open up and share things with that you can't really talk about men on yeah. the job site. Like um, when I first started in the industry, I had no women, you know, no other women on site or no one else I could really talk to because if you're a tradie, you go out and talk to your girlfriend about it. Well, she's going to be like, what? You just don't really know how, how the feeling or about it. So it's a really important thing that that came about when I was at that stage. And it now is really helping women that don't, like, have just started to feel welcomed in a network where we can just open up and talk. Yeah. Um, and we have social groups, uh, gatherings. So we do, like, rock climbing, even did, like, scuba diving in Sydney um, wow. Yeah, we have like different cool. things. We do, yeah, we're having one at beach volleyball in yeah. St Kilda. Um, yeah, just different things so we can just catch up and just be ourselves and have fun. Okay. Yeah. And how long has that been running for? How long, when did you start? Um, so that, I think mid 2018. Yeah. Okay, well, so it's been a while. And well, how many numbers? What are we at now? With the <laughs> um, I think there's close to two thousand oh, wow, cool. in the group. Yeah, yeah. So there's um, you know each each um, event we sort of gather more girls in because a lot of them are there but don't come because they're shy okay. and I'm like just calm you're yeah. like you know your, your whole perspective will change because when we all meet up it's just like we're 
kids again. Like we're just gone to like back to primary school. And we're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone's just on another level of energy and excitement. And all the girls like still talk to each other. They've all made like friends. They all go on trips yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, that's mad. Like yeah. I created that. And it's, it's important for me. That is most satisfying for me that I get to feel that I've done that. You know, the so, money side of it's not. I don't really get much money from the trade lady yeah. club. It's more just a social thing and yeah. merch here and there. But, um, yeah, seeing the girls like that, it, that's what I do it for. Yeah, it's amazing just getting everyone, you know, to yeah. just come together. Yeah. What's some advice you would have for any carpenters or female carpenters as well, of course, um, entering the industry? Um, I would say um, you need thick skin. <laughs> um, you're going to get a lot of, you know, crap down the road, uh, down the, you know, the process of being in the trade. Um, but stick it out, you know, you, you're there for one reason. That's to get, um, get your career up and running, you know. You're not there to have fun. You're not there to prove to people what you're going to have to do. But keep focused on what you want to do in your life and don't worry about what anyone else says because it is, it, it's going to come to you, it's... What people say is going to hurt. You know, they're going to throw things at you, say you shouldn't be here, you're a woman, you should be in the kitchen, make a sandwich, you're too pretty to be on site, blah, blah, blah. You're going to cop all of that, but just ignore it and keep doing what you want to do because there's no dress code, there's no looks, there's no um, level of passion you need to be a tradie, to be a carpenter, to be a plumber, to be whatever. You can do what you want to do if you want to do it. Do it and don't um, let anyone else bring you down because, it, yeah. Even in regards to uh, like what you've just said, does that actually happen a lot with like men? Um, yeah, yeah, all the time. Like it, when I was even doing traffic control, what what are you doing here? You're too pretty to be on doing. Really? I've, what, I've do I have to be ugly? Yeah, I rarely see a male doing traffic control these days. Yeah, true. Oh, it's pretty rare to see Yeah, it really days, picked yeah. up. Um, is it probably since COVID or what? Or was it just, is it, was it a growing thing? I think a lot of women thing? want to get into the trade. Yeah. And I feel like it's a passion within them, but they're too scared. Or they're, they're, they don't have, I, I walked past the job site. I was walking Nora around, this was when I was at the job site with dad. And I was walking Nora around the block to put her to sleep, right? And I saw this girl and a guy on site and, and she was sort of just hanging around. She didn't have a tool belt on. She was just like following him and helping him. And I pulled over and I, like the second time I went around, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna say something. And I was like, so I go, are you, are you doing, you know, are you working here with your partner or whatever? And are you doing an apprenticeship? She's like, no. I said, no, I said, are you qualified? And she's like, no, I'm not. She's like, if, if I did, I would have been qualified by now. And I was like, why didn't you do it? She's like, oh, I'm just too scared of all the shit I'm going to get, you know, when I'm at trade school. And I'm just like, you would have been qualified already and that's holding you back. That really pissed me off. Because, <laughs> like, I just wanted to go there and just, you know, shake her and tell her to just go, just do it. Mm. When is it? Is it so? Is it because they hear stories? Yeah, yeah. Well, people tell them you're you're gonna get this, you're gonna get that, you shouldn't be there. There's also she might have been in a group of guys or at high school or whatever, and you just you just get you know the, that sort of negative feedback. Like when I went to trade school, 
the first like two days, literally there was like a ring of two, three meters around me. No one sat near me. I was like, I was an alien. And I'm like, guys, it's okay. Like, you can, you know, I felt so weird there. And I just kept, I was the only girl in there in the class, you know, know, at trade school, they, they can be between 16 years old to whatever, 35 years old, you know, and I guess I just was scared to sit near me because I was a girl. Um, and then as time went on, I had my crew and they protected me wherever I went. You know, they were my mates. I still talk to some of them um, and they protected me. So when I was going through the trade school, you'd get kids from other classes whistling, this and that, and I just, I'd yell at them. Like I full turned on him. I'm just like, shut the fuck up. And I'd go up and the teachers come running. He's like, what's happened? And I'm like, this is it. And then the little girl gets hold off, you know? So I just sit there losing it. Like I, I'm very, I stand you got, You got a thick skin. Yeah, yeah. man. Oh. And you put the gloves on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I would stand up for myself. For any other woman I'll stand up for that's going through shit. Like it's not, who are they? Oh, like, I'll smash you. <laughs> like, yeah. who are you? <laughs> oh, like, some, I get to be so angry. That's why I think, you know, I'm really passionate about this. And, yeah, I just, I hate that guys um, know that we're the minority, so they pick on us, yeah. you know, or make us feel uncomfortable or sexualized. It's like, mm. yeah, yeah. yeah you know? you, is, it, is it more like you'd find, is it, because obviously I'm sure you've had examples in the trading Lady Club, uh, women have come out and said, oh, yeah. we've gone through this or whatever. Is it generally like an older demographic of guy or is it? Or young, young. I think really? more younger kids because they're like dumb. Okay. <laughs> they're just not educated in, in a way where That's they're like put into perspective. So that could be your sister. Why are you, why are you treating her like that? Or they're a lot older as in the old school ones that are set in their way and you know, the ones that um, the men work, the women stay home, yeah. you wash the dishes, yeah. you know, those ones as well. It's like, yeah. yeah. So you get a lot. Like when I was in um, working with my dad, I think it was winter, I had my hoodie on and I was working and then I got up and some guy's like, oh, I thought you were a boy. Like, I'm not. <laughs> like, you know, like they freak out. What are you doing here? Um, are you helping your dad? I'm like, I'm working. Like, oh, you're cleaning? I'm like, no, I'm working. Like, I'm a chippy. I'm, 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 you know, and then they'd sort of laugh. I went to a store on the weekend and this guy's like, oh, do you need an installer? And my husband's like, no, nah, she'll do it. She's a, she's, she'll install it with her dad. She's a chippy. And he started laughing at me. Like, he full laughed. Wow. And I'm just like, that's so rude. Yeah. How is that funny? Yeah, that's I called and I, he ended up calling me two days after and he apologised because I complained. I said... I'm there and representing, like, I'm going to do a collab with you guys and one of your reps mm. are bloody laughing at me. Oh, wow. You know, it's just, they're not educated. They're people yeah. that aren't educated or not really, I don't know. Yeah, yeah it could reality. be cultural as well. Yeah. Yeah, cultural thing. That's interesting. Even, um, so when you go and when you turn up for jobs and, and, and stuff like that, when you're going to quote the work, how, um, how, how do you find that? Because I'm sure when you turn up, they're not expecting to see a woman. Yeah, um, I actually, I went to a quote by myself once and it was very nerve wracking. Um, yeah, but it was okay, you get used to it. Yeah. Um, another time, like a few other times, like I'd be on site and people that need to speak with the builder or whatever to organize things that 
I'd go over me and ask for, oh, is your dad here? Is your partner here? Like, I need to speak to a builder. I'm like, oh, you can speak to me. Mm. And they're like, oh, is your, is your partner here? I'm like, I'm the site manager. I talk, I can, you yeah. know, I get, get some, okay. used to get me so angry and yeah. they just sort of oversee me and yeah. like I wasn't there. Um, so and I constantly have to prove myself, you know. Like you'd start talking and they were like talking as if like, no, 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 like that. And then once you start talking the knowledge and like, ah, oh, then they're like, oh, she does know her shit, you know. And then, you know, they'd, they'd have respect for me, you know, because at the start they sort of look, oh, it's a blonde girl, she's a bimbo, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And then when you actually start spitting out knowledge and you're problem solving for them, they're like, oh, okay, you know? Yeah. yeah, so it's constantly proving yourself. It's another issue that we have in the industry, proving yourself to men or other people that you are knowledgeable and you are qualified. It's wild because I, I even look at it, like in my, in my mind I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about obviously what you, what you go through and I kind of, I'm trying to like spin this on its head as well and look at it as kind of like a superpower in a sense of like, when you're going in, like, for example, they're quoting, there's probably, let's just say they get three other people. Like 99% of the time, like, you're probably going to be the only woman that's, that's probably going to go in and going to be quoting. So it could, be a, it could be in a sense like something, or at least they're always going to remember you. Like, yeah. you stand out. Yeah. Like, you know what? By saying that, um, you know, I obviously have a building company and we hire all different trades and I'm just like, I wish I could hire females, but they're so expensive okay. because they're females. Wow. They okay. charge okay. double. That's interesting. And I'm like, girls, black chill. <laughs> they're like, we're wanted, you know, we're, we're uh, in demand. They're in demand, so they're now charging. Yeah, wow. I was like, that's not nice. You're taking <laughs> advantage of... Nice. <laughs> advantage of being a chick you're like we're trying to empower and let's do this all together guys and they're like smack you with a yeah, bill and I'm like double i'm like okay we'll just get back to the guys yeah. <laughs> i feel like That's people so might be funny. people yeah. might be more inclined to trust a woman tradie though yeah. i probably would be yeah. rather than a male like yeah yeah some women like strictly request women yeah. you know just feel safe and some even the muslims as well because they want they don't want men in the house course, if their yeah. husbands aren't home um, and yeah, just generally would trust a woman over a man, you know, being an only woman in the house. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Do get wild. three quotes when you. Yeah, yeah, that is wild. And uh, what are like uh, when you say uh, there are a lot starting to pop up that you, that you're seeing, like even creating social media platforms and mm. and getting yeah. themselves out there. Yeah, he's that's wild. Like, all, yeah, all the trade ladies, like most of them, have their own. Compared to the men, which don't. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what I found, like, because I'm Melbourne chippy chick, right? A lot of girls are like creating names as yeah, in for their trade, yeah. and it's becoming their sort of nickname. Like, yeah. like for example, um, Gabby the Cabby, Camilla the Corker, um, uh, Pink's painting, um, <laughs> Women in White painting. Like, it's a, it's really cool. Like yeah, yeah, a way yeah. of you know you create your platform, and it's just you by yourself. But then once you get sort of out there. It boosts your business because know. they know you. Oh, I know you from Instagram. Like, they don't know you really. Like, but I've seen you, like, when we do the events and stuff. Like, I've been following you for three years. Finally, I get to meet you. Yeah. And, like, they're on the block. And, like, girls have just blown up. Like, I did a news um, 
a news uh, report at my job site and they're like, oh, we need a few different trades. I'm like, I'll bring painters, I'll bring two plumbers, I'll bring um, the cabinet maker and an electrician. So all those girls that I bought to the uh, to my job site, I think it was Channel 9 or Current Affair, I've been on a few, so anyway, um, those girls are now like really well known, you That's know, because their name's all over the news, yeah, you know, and they're like, yeah, yeah. oh, we want women painters. Yeah. We want women, that you know, female plumbers. Yeah. So their names, because they were all wearing their business logos, yeah. I've just now... That's crazy. Yeah, it's been mad. So it's good that I get to expose women as well. And... Oh, yeah. um, yeah, get them out there. And um, so how, even for your, did you find even for your business in yourself, like the amount of times you get called in because of because of your brand, like on Instagram, like was it like obviously you are building it, you weren't, you were just doing your thing, but then it just became this thing where you actually started building it. And, and were you getting called in and getting business from it? Yeah, well, surprisingly, my dad's like an actual quotes and stuff, like – people that would call to get quotes. Yeah. Some of them knew us from Instagram. Yeah, it's cool. But the big jobs we would, wouldn't get from Instagram. Yeah. So my work, the work that I got on Instagram was more promotional work. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was more um, collabs or um, women in the trade or getting together, um, having sponsorships. So it was sort of that business for me on Instagram, not really through my work, okay. which is really weird because everyone that I've sort of promoted, they get business, you know? But I feel like maybe people are like, oh, she's going to be that busy mm. or she's going to be too expensive or yeah, yeah. whatever they think. Maybe they just don't call me for that. I'm not sure. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. LGA builders, guys. Yeah. <laughs> get in there. Get in there. there. Yeah. You need a yeah. Renault or a unit built. <laughs> Mate, you guys do everything. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And uh, talking about the block, I mean, if you applied, you're a home run. Yeah, I know. 100%. Yeah, I know. I'd like to. It'd be amazing. I actually have half applied twice. Um, but it's just hard now with Nora, my baby girl. I couldn't imagine being not with her. Like, if I could bring her with me or just have her dropped off for the day, I would definitely be on it. But, um, yeah, I, didn't, I couldn't leave her at the moment. I remember watching... Um, one of the the couples that were on and they missed their daughter's first birthday. Yeah. Oh, I would have died. Yeah, yeah, that's that's hard. hard. That's pretty intense. Yeah. Maybe you and your daughter just sign up as contestants. Yeah. Like, <laughs> up a little bit and then you can jump on. That's sick. Yeah. She'll be the foreman. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll carry her on my little yeah. carrot. I reckon. Bloody oh. True. Yeah. Oh, that would actually make ratings go. 100%. And everyone loves Nora. Uh, oh, everyone's like, oh, Nora, Nora on Insta. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to make Nora yeah. on page. <laughs> Forget about Melvin yeah. Chippy Chick. That's what I'm saying. I reckon. I reckon you ply in the bag, yeah. in the bloody bag, and you've, and you've got an excuse to kind of like step aside and do it because it does take – what is it, 12 weeks or something? Like, what's the... Yeah, I don't know. That's a long time. Yeah, to be away from your daughter or work or... Yeah. You know, and if I do go on... Have you... You've seen my husband on social yeah. media? Yeah. yeah. so he's got a good yeah. following too. But to bring him away from work, it'd be hard, as they said, about the money, yeah. you know, yeah. paying bills and things Yeah, like because that. then you're obviously focusing and you've got clients and they're bringing in, yeah. some, you know, a decent amount of money and then... 
you're pretty much like not doing it to risk that you're actually going to get something done and you see what happened with the block the market wasn't that strong and only one really made money and the rest were just like yeah so, so you're, you're in debt the 12 weeks yeah. of no income, then debt yeah. the 12 weeks of your repayments. So well, it yeah. just really puts you back. So. 100%. And generally people yeah. that go on it, they, you know, they'll, they'll, get a, they'll go on, they'll get a following and then they'll kind of move where you've kind of already got a pretty decent following. I actually was on the block once okay. um, and I got kicked off. Oh, <laughs> what happened? So um, I went on with uh, Curcio Tiling. They do, he does like the tiling. He's the best tiler ever, right? Client Curse your tiling. Oh, he's yeah. expensive but amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Anyway, so I went on with him as a labourer, you know, just for fun, having a you know, girl on site. And he had another girl working with him as well. So we're there just like enjoying the day. And then, um, you know, we went out, we got a coffee uh, just outside the block. And I'm like, oh, can I take some, like, pictures and stuff? He's like, he's like, oh, you can, but not inside the house. So I'm like, all right, done, you know. And then we took a photo with this guy. I didn't know who he was. I don't watch TV. I don't watch the block, honestly. Like, I actually don't have time to watch television. Anyway, so take a photo of this, that and the other. Get on... Um, I got on the, on site and everyone there is like, Mappa Chippy Chip, all the chippies, yeah. the builders are coming, even the actual, the, the people that yeah. were on it, like the contestants, taking photos of me. And then the, I think the camera guy's like, who the hell is this? Who is it? And then I think he looked at my, because I had my, my Mappa Chippy Chip top on, and he goes on my Instagram, saw my stories, and I'm not supposed to be posting anything. Right. And he's like, did you get inducted into this? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, what are you taking photos? I'm like, oh, I thought I could take photos outside. But he goes, here's this person's, a, um, uh, what are they called? The, um, like a, a special guest on the show. Uh, so I'm putting on my story uh, now. <laughs> and he's a special guest from a few shows ago. So they shouldn't even be there. And I was like, I have no idea. I'm so sorry. And he's like, get off. Yeah. Kick me off. So I was like. Right. Yeah, so they know me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do know me <laughs> very well. And so, do, yeah, they, they, they all know me. Um, I was going to be on, um, what's her name? Joe, no. Oh, don't worry. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> on another topic, um, one wants to ask, what's the most challenging part of your job? The most challenging at the moment now is physically because um, I have had a baby yeah. and my body's not as strong. Um, but yeah, would have at the start would have been mentally challenging, just going through all those um, negative, all the negative feedback, and persisting through that, and and then not having self doubt on yourself to yeah. think, am I actually doing the right thing, or is this yeah. going to be a joke to people? Um, got through that, then yeah, just um, it is a bit strenuous on the body over time. Um, I was very fit and athletic and I was very in good shape. Um, and it was hard work to stay in good shape. Um, but now, yeah, if you do, if you're not strong physically, it can get, yeah, hard. So what's the, um, what's, what's, what's your plan? Like, uh, it doesn't seem like you want to stop at all. So, like, yeah. <laughs> no, never want to stop. Um, I'd love to get back on the tools. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of putting Nora into into care for two days a week and then just help out my dad because he's like, we've got a frame started next week. 
I'm like, I run all the daycare. I'm like getting her injections booked in. And I'm like, oh my God, like, am I doing it? And I'm like, it's mother's guilt, you know? Do you really want to give your daughter to someone? Like enjoy her at this age? And I'm just like, but I want to go to work. Yeah. So it's really hard. Um, but so it's, it's hard. But through Instagram, I want to do, um, as I was saying before, the posts um, where I want to do some more tool reviews, but not reviewing like the tool in general, but how to use tools for yeah. beginners at home. I'm, um, I'll be watching. Yeah, yeah. just yeah, <laughs> just generally like, you know, how to do things at home, like fixing hinges, fixing handles, or even, you know, your pantry doors, how they always like, or your, your, your kitchen cupboard doors, there's always something like crooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, just to fix that up, know how to do it, what tool to use, what, what bit to put into that tool to use it, you know, to fix it. So just basic things for beginners, which I feel like a lot of my followers may be beginners or would love they they're inspired to be on the tools but don't know how to 100%. so yeah even if it's not like for example like for myself like i wouldn't be like in, in inspired to um uh to like become a tradesman but how many times how many times like is something i can't do it i have yeah. to like get someone else like i get my family like they're builders like they'll I kind of, but I don't want to call them and be like, come down. I feel like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, literally, literally. So, something. yeah, so I think I think that's an amazing idea. And I, I think it'd be brilliant. Like, even if you started like a, a little short series on TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and, yeah. and all that jazz, and it would do, it'd do extremely well because people want that content. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I think it's, I think it's amazing. How do you, how do you handle challenges or conflicts that arise during a project? Um, well, this, doing renovations is actually a lot of issues that come up, especially when it's an older home. <laughs> like you pull something open and just like, whoa. You know, we were doing a, um, a, an extension to an old house in Brunswick and there was plans for engineering and everything, so pretty straightforward. But when we started excavating the footing, the house next door that we're not supposed to undermine the footing, there was no footing. It was just bricks sitting on soil. And we're just like, you know, so you need to know what to do, who to call, you know, what, what's the next step, you know? So just from knowledge of, from learning from my dad and being in the industry where we have worked on older homes doing renovations, you know, let's call the engineer, let him know we need to, you know, problem solving is a very big thing with carpentry and building because a lot of things come up. They call it opening a can of worms. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, it's true because like you don't probably expect one thing and then... Yeah. Like, oh, it's just a straightforward reno. Bad. <laughs> no. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes you think it's just like the surface, rip off the tiles, redo the tiles, but you rip up the tiles, all the subfloors rot in. You have to go back three or four steps to fix it before you can complete it. So, you know, having to explain that to the client, you know, tell them it might be an extra 10 grand, you know, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, but you've got to know how to do it, explain it to them, word them up. We can fix it, but, you know, in four or five years, you, your, your floor's going to rot, your tile's going to crack, and then you have to do it again. Yeah. So, so might as well do it properly, we're here. Yeah, so yeah. knowledge is key with, um, you know, renovating and... and Problem solving. In regards to that, what are some of the biggest mistakes you think that home builders make? I think this day and age, a lot of builders are going broke. Um, 
because I feel like a lot of tradies try to undercut other tradies um, and you know when it comes time to doing it <laughs> it's not that cheap yeah. um, and I feel like we as builders we tell them how much it's going to be it might sound expensive and it might you know be a bit over their budget but that's what it's going to be rather than let's quote it cheap um, then we, we blow out on, on the budget and then the builder goes bankrupt and leaves the leaves the clients with a half-built house or half you know yeah. renovated bathroom so yeah I feel like um, builders do that a lot lately it has been happening and also that could have been due to COVID and the yeah. actual price increase of materials yeah. so yeah how do you see like now what playing out this year a building cost going to come down or are they going to go up or stay as it is? Like, how do you I think it's going to go um, up or stay as it is because um, a lot of materials have now become like non-existent. Like we can't get it anymore or there's like a 12-month wait. And the thing is it's, it's hard because people that are building hire a builder but then those people are paying like a mortgage or something. So if they're late on their repayments of, you know, you need to move in and start getting money for that that house. They're then going to find the builder for the, um, what's it called, liquidated damages. So, for example, we were going to build two townhouses for this guy and he's like, each week that it's late, we're going to charge you two grand or something crazy. And I was like, what if we're late because of COVID? Because of the materials, then they're not available. You can't do that anymore. Like, you can't estimate something like you used to be able to estimate a job because it's blown out and materials aren't readily available as they used to be. So it's hard. It's hard in that sense. And to win, win projects of people that might just take on that chance, my dad's like, no way. Yeah. He goes, take that off the contract and then I'll sign it or even put it down to like two, 300 a week because yeah. how do we know? Yeah, and it's okay. hard. So, yeah, we didn't end up taking on that job. Yeah. Give it to someone else that's willing to take that risk and then go bankrupt. Yeah. No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> that's wild. That's yeah. wild. Um, what are some of the design trends that you're seeing for 2023 or just in general? Oh, I don't know. 2023, I feel like the Hampton styles, like, it has been, but just lately it's just blowing up. Like, I'm in Spotswood at the moment and, like, there's a lot of them. A lot yeah, of them, yeah. And uh, it's nice, I guess. It's not very... I feel like a lot of the um, light style now is going dark again. Mm -hmm. Like, it went black and then it went really light and now the design's all going dark again. Um, but that's, yeah, that's nice. I, I'm doing my home now with darker floors. I've always done like quite light floors and now we're going dark again. So we'll see how that comes out. But yeah, um, yeah. other than that, yeah, that's, that's what I've been seeing lately. Um, how do you stay up to date with like industry advancements or like technology or like, are you seeing like people starting to use like Google Home or just anything like that? Anything yeah, interesting? Um, I find that, like, with my clients, we're not at the high, high, high end of, um, you know, the building houses. So we don't get too much of that. But, um, you know, you do see on, like, the block is obviously showing a lot of that stuff. And, um, you know, the higher end homes, I guess it's more convenience. You know, whatever is, whatever can help the person that's living there conveniently, 
do like you know act on whatever they want to do around the house if they're like hey google put my toast in or whatever they use it for i guess it's convenient but yeah i haven't really worked with many of those things okay. yeah um what's some advice you have for someone that might be planning to build or renovate at the moment Oh, wow. It's a tough one. It's <laughs> probably a lot. Yeah. So I would, if you're doing it yourself, I would definitely get three to four different quotes for each trade because, um, you know, they could vary. Also, don't just go with the cheapest one because mm. that's a lot of the time people run into trouble with going with the cheapest person. Mm -hmm. um, maybe the medium one mm. or maybe just ask to see some of their previous work. Um, what else? Uh, Do you find there's like hidden costs even with the cheap one? Um, sometimes, yeah. Uh, or they just stuff it up. Or yeah. they have to come back a few times to get what you want. Yeah. And then that's wasting time and money. Yeah. You know, as builders hiring people like that, it's just like, we should have just paid mm. the extra grand and yeah. it just would have got over and done with, not put up all a hold on all the other trades mm. now. So... We, yeah, we, we learn during each, you know, renovation and build that we do, there's always something that goes wrong and there's always something that we learn in and, you know, I've had to convince my dad, dad, you know, he's cheap, but look at the difference. Mm. Like the tiling, for example, things that are surfacely seen go all out on, you know. You know, you could go a bit cheaper on the plaster that's going behind the tiles. Go a bit cheaper on things that are hidden, but if you're gonna be sitting on the toilet staring at your to your tiles, mm. you want good tiles. Because that's, that's probably the spot you're gonna be the most picky yes. as well. <laughs> and the paint job, like I hate it. Like I'll sit there and there'll be something that you just constantly draw your eye to mm. and you're like, fuck, but then you know another job that you've used that good tiler or good painter and you're like, if only you know, um, they really wreck your job. Yeah. You yeah. choose a bad painter, they'll just stuff your whole yeah. good work up. You know, you've done really well. Painter comes, <laughs> paint everywhere, there's blobs everywhere, and you're just like, Come on. Yeah, Come on. what are you? <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah. So get a few quotes and um, go a bit uh, more expensive or choose the better one on surface objects. Uh, do you have any advice for female tradies looking to enter the industry? Um, or just, yeah, if they're, or even if they're in the industry, whatever it is. Yeah, um, I think it's probably the best industry to be in. Um, it's growing. It's um, once you get in and you're, you're uh, in it, you, there's a different, there's so many different avenues you could go down. So just if you're a tradie, you can open up your own business. Then if you don't want to do that, you can be a building surveyor or site surveyor. Or there's like a million different options you can be in once you get into the industry. So it's the best industry, I think, to be in at the moment. Um, and we didn't stop during COVID. So we were the only ones allowed to keep going. So that was good. I had a little pass to say, we, oh, I can't believe that happened. I, when you talk about it, I'm like, what the like a I know. It's so weird. Having a little permit on you yeah. to say where you're going and, oh, anyway. But, yeah, I think it's a really good industry. So, yeah, get into it. And you don't have to be a tradie forever. You don't have to be a chippy forever or a plumber forever. You can be a business owner. Um, you can, there's many different avenues. So, yeah, that was something I was a bit worried about as well, being on the tools till I'm older. And I was like, hmm. 
it's not something I wanted to do. So you can be a, a yeah, site, site manager or a builder and then have other people do the work for you. And then even, I don't know, maybe some advice for, for a lady that wants to get into trade but she's a little bit worried um, about maybe what someone, think, someone will say or even a, it could be her parents. Yeah. Um, I feel like saying it's your life and it's your journey. Um, when you're older, you've got a partner, you've got kids, your parents, if they're dis, like discouraging you, you're going to want to have gone back in time and have done it, you know, once you're older. It's harder to do it when you're older. So if you can go back and do it, you know, a lot of people I bump into and said, I wish I did that when I was younger. I wish I did that. So if you're young or if you're middle age, whatever age, and you want to do it, just do it because you don't want to look back in time and say, I wish I did it. Um, don't worry about your parents if they're discouraging you because I don't want to be rude, but if they really loved you and supported you, they would believe in you and believe in your passion and where your heart really wants to be in. And you need to be able to enjoy work every day. You need to get up and go with like a passion and, and an excitement. Imagine going to work and having that every day. So if you're going to not do that because of what someone said... That's on you. <laughs> Good. That's actually, that's, it's so true. But unfortunately, it just holds a lot of people back. And um, I, I really hope someone, even just one person, listens to this yeah. and just takes that advice and just runs with it. Yeah. And it could be for anything. Like, I think trades, yes, but it could be for absolutely anything. So um, what are some of the biggest lessons uh, that you've learned throughout your, throughout your career, your life? Um. Just be confident in your own thoughts, I guess. Just just do what you want to do. Um, I, I've done whatever I've wanted to do and I've listened to my dad. <laughs> Everything he said, I've listened to him and it's gotten me where I am today, literally. He's, yeah, I, 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 he would say, do this, 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 this. I'm like, all right, dad. Like, I'd listen to him, you know, because he'd always guide me and I'm very lucky that I had him. But for people that don't, you know, have a, a person to look up to, um, I feel that just do what you what you want to do in your heart because I feel like that's the your heart and you, you're talking to yourself. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's amazing, Steph. Thank you so much for saying. Uh, thank you for providing so much value. I, uh, and just keep doing you. I think probably the biggest thing that I think is really cool is the Trady Lady Club that you've started. So if anybody, how can someone join that? If they're, if they're listening to this, how can well, they join Well, if you're a tradie um, and you've done an apprenticeship and you're a female, um, Australia or New Zealand-based, jump onto Facebook. Um, it's called the Trady Lady Club, Australia, New Zealand. Jump on that. Um, just answer a few of the questions and, um, yeah, you'll be a yeah. part of it. There's also a support group. So it's for girls that, haven't qualified yet, um, haven't done an apprenticeship, and that would like to ask ask questions or be a part of a group to um, feel more comfortable. So that's called the Trady Lady Club Support Group on Facebook as well. Um, we also have Instagram, um, so it's TLC by MCC, um, and also um, 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's my um, Instagram as well, Melbourne Chibi Cheek. But yeah, for the Trader Lady Club, there's those two. And there's merch you can buy, which is on um, melbournechibicheek.com.au. Um, that's really popular with the girls because it's like when we first started the group, that's how it started with stickers for a car and then the T-shirts and it was sort of like that was our crew. Like you wore Trady Lady Clubs, like, whoa, what? And the girl's like, what? And it was just like this massive like power man on your back, like on you. So it was like, yeah, don't mess with us, you know. Yeah. Um, You mess with one, you mess with all of us. Yeah, (laughs) we'll come after you. Yeah, Yeah, so it's it's a really good um, thing to have. And then at the events, everyone just wears their, you know, TLC gear and it's just just mad, yeah. When is the uh, next event? Um, it's actually 11th of February. Oh, so, okay, we're close. Yeah, very close. Weekend. Next weekend, yeah, it's um, at St Kilda, the volleyball courts there. Um, if you don't like sand, there's a lot of grass area too um, and pet-friendly pet area. So, yeah, we'll just bring, you know, friends, family, have a, bring your own picnic set up and just play volleyball and people can have a few drinks. And I don't drink, by the way, which is not as fun. But, yeah, um, yeah, come down and... Yeah, join. Oh, join cool. the fun. Yeah. That is really cool. Thanks. And so do they just kind of turn up? Do they need anything or? No, no. no. There's, um, there's a, I've actually, like with the event, I've created like a, an event right link. So you can register that you're coming just so I know numbers. And there's also um, two tickets. One is just you're coming, so it's yeah. free. Then there's a $30 one where you can actually purchase a T-shirt, like a, okay. a, a merch nice. T-shirt of that day. So it's going to have like um, the date on it, the, the location, and then that will be like a memorable thing. So I've had That's that cool. I've had that for a few events, like different ones. So girls yeah. would have them like, oh, I had this from back then. And yeah, just something special. Just as like, it's, it's mad just to kind of show who was who's who's the OG and who yeah, well, yeah. talking about that you know Trady the underwear yeah yeah they tried to sue me oh really because my logo was similar but I just got the font off a free font website so yeah. they would have done the same thing but they um what's it called put a thing on it where you can't use it copyright, copyright yeah. that's right um so yeah I had to change my whole logo yeah. from like Trady Lady Club it was but the Trady looked like Trady which it did similarly, but, you know, I didn't have what, anyway. So I changed it. And then all the girls that had the old school logo, they're the OGs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. So at least there's something that can distinguish. That's brilliant. Well, Steph, thank you so much. No worries. Get and we'll, uh, yeah, we definitely need it. We definitely. I'm sweating like yeah. everyone. <laughs>